welcome to Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. How's everybody doing today? You know, it's actually not really evening time. We've been deceiving you. It's the middle of the day, and we're drunk. <laughs> it is 5 o'clock, and we've been drinking wine all day. It's... Listen, it's 106 degrees outside. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's 179 degrees outside. <laughs> what and what it were is we the supposed hottest. to do? What were we supposed to do? Stay sober? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know what kind of. Uh, I don't. I feel like we're. I don't really have any weird Mormon stuff prepared that we can talk about. We could oh. just stick to the usual. Joseph Smith married 14 year old girls. That's weird. <laughs> or, or you know. Oh, shoot. No, I had something, but it's gone. I didn't, I didn't write very good notes this week. I Actually, I wrote plenty of good ones, but I'm not organized. Um, Should we stop? Should we start over? Yeah, I think maybe. <laughs> no, well, no, you can, you can edit Listen, this, while right? you get your shit together, I'm going to talk about this wine that we're drinking. Oh, because I This is a wine that I've wanted to try for a long time. I've never tasted it. I opened the bottle about 45 minutes ago from the fridge to let it get to... Room temperature is, you know, it, it's questionable. It doesn't take long when it's 190 degrees I was going to say, yeah, it's questionable <laughs> right now because room temperature is not the right temperature for wine. So I feel like it's right at the right temperature. Um, so this is a Stag's Leap from Napa. It is a, let's see, 2016 vintage Cabernet Sauvignon. I've wanted to try this forever, so I'm really stoked we're, we're going to actually taste it for the first time right now. Yeah, I haven't actually taken a sip yet because I've drunk. So the kind of a little backstory on this too is, um, you know, I work for a grocery store that sells wine and back in Hawaii, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of homeless people that would just come in and steal wine, like bottles and bottles and bottles down their pants. You know, they would come in groups. They would, they would get out of there with like 12, 20 bottles of wine at a time. And this was their favorite one to steal. So me and my friends called this crotch wine. Ooh, I cannot wait to put this crotch wine in my mouth. So let's <laughs> cheers to cheers. crotch wine. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Really, I mean, I kind of chugged it for a second there. I went down the wrong way. <laughs> you, don't, you don't chug a Cabernet. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't trying to chug it. I just got overly excited. So I'm going to take a second to breathe. <laughs> Compose yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my garments out of a twist. You just say the word crotch to Charlotte. And, and I just get so excited. I can't <laughs> help it. freaks out and starts chugging. <laughs> oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> that's not good. Sorry, Dad. He promised he wouldn't listen. He better not listen. He's not gonna like it. But no, that is some delicious that's wine. That's really good. I think I like that better than the wine we broke up with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I may, have, I may be three glasses deep into other wine. But that tastes nice. Yeah, it's, it's nice good. and earthy. Good job, Stag's Leap. Thanks, Crotch Wine. You're my new favorite wine. <laughs> I can picture the guy's face, too, as he was pulling all the bottles out of his pants. And I'm like, I had to take the bottles and, you know, take them to the back to, like, write them off as spoilage. Because I was like, there's nothing wrong with the bottles, but I can't in good conscience sell an expensive no, bottle of wine that's touched a homeless man's $120 balls. $120 bottle of wine or whatever it costs. And I knew that it was touching some homeless dude's dirty ass scaby balls. Mm -hmm. I would be upset. Yeah, exactly. And it's never mind. 
<laughs> I also just want to say, I, I'm not meaning to shame people who are houseless, because that could be any of us at any time. Oh, 100%. But this group of people were just such assholes and were constantly taking advantage of uh, my position, so... Anybody is one cancer diagnosis away exactly. from being homeless. So so not trashing the fact that they were homeless, trashing the fact that they were fucking dirty ass, gross, stealing, piece of shit assholes. Right. Oh, let's not start on that because I could, oh, I could just tell so many stories. Just calm yourself by looking at the willow sculptures on top <laughs> of the piano. Where's that picture of the temple? We should bring that into the studio every time you know, we record. we really should. I... We recently joined an ex-Mormon group on Facebook that I love and have been getting so much inspiration from because, man, you went to the church, you know, growing up, baptized the dead. I only went in the summertime when I saw dad, so I, I know little bits and pieces here and there, but man, listening to all, or reading all of their stories and like seeing all the memes, I just, I love them so much. <laughs> it is so good. And someone said, when I said, like, what would you typically see in a Mormon household? I'm starting to run out of ideas. And somebody had talked about the willow sculptures. And I'm like, are they, like, sculptures of, like, a willow tree? No. Oh, wait, then I don't know what you're talking about. Then <laughs> what they are. So I, then I had to Google it because I didn't want to totally admit that I was completely ignorant of what was going on. I'm ignorant. Uh, no, but you're not, though. Because when you look it up, it's those... Almost, almost faceless statues of like holding hands with their spouse or hugging, mm, mm -hmm, or mm. yet yeah, those are called willow sculptures. Oh, yes. okay. So learn something new, and I was just like, oh yeah, no, those were all over the place. Mm -hmm. Or like carrying a child, mm -hmm. they should really just have one of a woman in a long dress carrying Jello, you know, <laughs> <A> Jello salad. <laughs> yeah, like maybe. <gasps> Ven new venture, no, new business venture. We need to make some sculptures. How does one do that? Maybe when we launch our merch empire, we can somehow have that be like a bonus. You know? I wonder if we'd get sued if we had an image that we superimposed things onto. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna talk this out, and we're gonna get back to you guys. Once it's gonna we be have awesome. This brilliant, brilliant plan. Any repentance? I actually, <laughs> I actually have a re. Repentance. Oh. So this is the first time on Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons History. Um, in a previous episode, I repented. So remember when we were talking about the DMT and dying and oh, death? Yeah. And we were talking about how it was like seven something, you know, seven ounces or whatever. And I was like, 21 oh, grams. It turned out to be 21 grams is right. what I repented for. So, and then I said, oh, it's like the Will Smith movie where he jumps in the bathtub full of box jellyfish. I was informed also, via... Also, spoiler I've never seen it before. <laughs> it was, again, 25 years ago, at least. No, <laughs> Anyways, wasn't. I was informed uh, on social media that that correction, that repentance, was also incorrect. Oh! <laughs> so the movie was incorrect? No, so 21 grams is the supposed amount that, like, leaves... Uh, the, the amount of weight that leaves your... Essence. You know, essence or whatever when you die. But the Will Smith movie I was referring to is actually called Seven Pounds. Oh, so it's so coming full I circle. How, how the confusion happened. Okay, good. Good to know. Good to know. 21 Grams was actually a movie with Sean Penn. And um, I actually totally forgot about this because I had to look it up and I was like, why does 21 Grams sound so familiar? And it was that trilogy that was done back in the, I think it was like the, either the late 90s or the early 2000s, but it had. Um, the that the one that was really famous was Amores Peros, uh, Amores Peros. You never saw that no. with Gael Garcia Bernal. 
He's just he's dreamy, but he's super fucking dreamy, and it was a great movie. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I wanted to say about the um, Amores Peros was it was a a trilogy. So these two, this writer and director duo from Mexico, did this trilogy, and um, the first one was Twenty One Gram. Or sorry, the first one was a. Uh, Oh, the first one was Amores Peros, the second one was 21 Grams, and the, th- the third one was Babel, and I actually never even saw that because I didn't realize it was a trilogy. Oh. So, but I, I haven't heard of any of these, except for, I've heard of 21 Grams, but I've never watched it. So. But yeah, they were really, at least Amores Peros and 21 Grams were actually really great movies, so I'm, I was stoked to learn that uh, <laughs> it was actually a trilogy, and it's called The Trilogy of Death, because, I mean, come on, that's like right up my alley. That's, that's pretty great. So now, actually, I was thinking about if we're going to talk about Cobra Kai to the extent that I would like to talk about Cobra Kai, it was originally a Netflix, or a Redbox, not Redbox, Red... YouTube. YouTube. YouTube Red thing. Um, and now net, it's on Netflix, so you can all go on and watch it, and I highly suggest that you do. Um, I'm going to change my story, and I'm going to go first. Um, <laughs> Wait, you can't just jump into stories. We haven't even done what we're watching and reading. But I'm going to be talking to. about what we're watching. <laughs> so I figure it'll all come together naturally. <laughs> Listen, I had this whole thing planned out. I was going to talk about the Righteous Gemstones, oh, which shit. we just right, binge watched the whole season of. And it was, it was really great. Fucking Did we do it in a so day? Funny. We did it in a day, didn't yeah. we? One day, half a day. It was so great. God, not working was wonderful. Mimi messaged me on Instagram, and she was like, like, you got to check this out. It's fucking great. So good. Michaela, I should say. Right. Me- I knew her as Mimi when she was a tiny, small child. So, what Danny McBride, I just, oh that my God. man is a genius. And <laughs> it was so funny. One of my favorite things about that, well, the whole thing was fucking great. Every single part was acted What's to the young perfection. boy's, not the young boy, but the younger brother's name. He's fucking funny in everything he does. He's oh, from Workaholics? Workaholics, yeah. Uh, his name Adam, is... Uh, I can't yeah, remember I can't his remember. last name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You all know who he is. He's fucking funny. Yeah, he's hilarious. (laughs) And then there was was basically, like, three siblings, and it was so funny to hear, like, the the sister, the girl sibling, deliver lines that were clearly and obviously written by Danny McBride. (laughs) It was like this filthy, foul-mouthed girl. And just without any sort of shyness or remorse, like, just say some of the most nasty shit, and it was funny. Yeah, it's not even like it's just written by Danny McBride. Like, she delivered it as Danny McBride would right, deliver exactly, it. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, fucking brilliant. Thank you so much, Michaela. It changed my life. I can't believe I waited so long. That came out, like, last year. And I remember seeing ads for it, and I was like, that looks interesting. That looks funny. See, I never saw anything for it, and it's on HBO, and, like, it wasn't until my friend told me about it. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give it a go. And I started watching it, and I thought it was so funny. But I was like, Craig is gonna love it. And, but Craig was like, I don't know, he's like, I'm going to go to bed early. So I was like, I stopped watching it so that I could save it so we could watch it together. And then he just never got into it. And then I just never picked it back up again, which note to self for myself and anybody else there. I'm never going to wait for you guys again for anything. <laughs> you can't. If I want to watch something, I'm just going to watch it. You if you want to jump it. in, I'm sorry. You're going to have to watch it in your room by yourself to catch up. But I'm not going to hold off on amazing shit anymore so that we can all watch it together as a family. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's Adam uh, Adam Devine. Adam Devine, that's right. That's his name. Um, and he's fucking great in it, too. John Goodman. <laughs> brilliant. I, I love everything John yeah. Goodman is in. Like, I like to play this game of... I don't know what you would call it, but if you were to choose any celebrities, two celebrities, they're going to be your neighbors for, let's just say life or 10 years or whatever. So someone's to your right, someone's to your left. 
Who are you going to choose? John Goodman for sure would be one of them. Oh, fuck yeah. Because that guy's amazing. My other one was Bill Paxton, but he's dead now. Oh. And it was a real He could bummer. be your ghost. He could haunt your... Oh, he could haunt me then all you could day get long. another celebrity. He could tell me all all of the, like, this is a bad night. Wait, was it? Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> you As could, I'm taking showers, I'll be like, thanks. <laughs> you could have Bill Paxton haunting your house, and then that would make room for Jeff Goldblum to move in next door. Right? Did I tell you that my friend lived across the street from Jeff Goldblum? Mm-hmm. You did tell me that. <sighs> he had a very Freddy Krueger-looking house. Because the only reason I saw this house was we were we were... It was like four in the morning. We were picking up my friend, so we'd be drive. We wanted to beat the traffic to get up to um, that northern lake, Lake Tile, and um, we're like <laughs> that big lake, that you lake know. up there. And was, uh, um, but anyways, when we drove past, I saw this house that had white columns and a red door, and I was like, "Oh my god, that looks like Freddy Krueger's house." I want to get out and take a picture, but I didn't because I was like, "That's weird," and like. It was like North Hollywood or no West Hollywood. And I was like, eh, it's weird. And I'm tired. I'm half asleep anyways. So then we go, we do our bachelorette party thing. And then when we're dropping my friend back off again, she's saying, she's like, oh, do you guys know who Jeff Goldblum is? I'm like, what are you, idiot? Everybody knows who Jeff Goldblum is. She's like, oh, he's my neighbor. And I'm like, no fucking way. And I was like, does he have a red door? She's like, yeah, that's his house. I'm like, I knew something was drawing me to that house. It's meant to be that we're best friends. That's all I'm saying. It sounds legit to me. No, I have to, I, I love Jeff Goldblum, but I have to really think about who my, my next neighbor is. This is a very important decision. It is a very important decision. While you're thinking about that, um, I just want to mention after we binge watched the righteous gemstones we jumped right into love lovecraft country oh yeah which was also pretty good it was really good it took a little bit to get into it because i mean when you have your put your phone away just watch a show i know it's hard but <laughs> it's hard for you bitch i saw you on that phone <laughs> fair um, enough and also when i was like maybe everyone was like maybe you might want to watch this part it starts getting interesting <laughs> Yeah, it was a little slow, but you're but totally... You need, but again, totally. it's it's character development and it's story development. You have to have it. Sorry that it's not all guns and ammo, but... The like, monsters were fucking cool. Right. It's very sci-fi and the it's gore, amazing. The gore was amazing. Oh, the gore was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. So, recommend that. And the one last thing I want to plug here while I have the mic is <laughs> there is a podcast that I discovered this week that's going to blow your fucking mind. It's called Wheels on Fire Podcast, and it's these two dudes who do a podcast. The world They actually bill it as the world's first and only absolutely fabulous podcast. It's all about AbFab. Oh, my God, yes. And then, and then I was like, why didn't we think of that? Why has no one thought of that? Is it everything? Have you it's listened to it? It's fucking great. Yeah, it's fucking great. I've only listened to the first episode, but it's like, tell delightful. Me what it, like, tell me what it sounds like. No, I don't want to. You're going to have to just listen to it. I want you to... Immerse yourself and experience it just as I did. Okay. But yeah, it was great. Super great. All right. Um, here, I was thinking you were going to go a totally different direction. You didn't. <laughs> I know. You, I blew you your mind, blew right? my mind. I fucking love AppFab <laughs> so much. Like, my, my vision board is pretty much her... I don't know if it's her basement because it's downstairs, but her, like, champagne wall. Uh-huh. That's just what I want in life. Uh-huh. I just want a wall of champagne that's always stocked. And cold. And cold. Kind of like exactly that thing I was showing you from Costco. Listen, bitch. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money we're yet. We're going to need, listeners, we're going to need you guys to start sending us money. We I'll need give that you my tithing. Venmo. Because we need to buy. We're going to need 10% A large your... 
300 bottle cooler wine storage for our 1100 square foot house (laughs) (laughs) we can have it take craig's closet (laughs) i hope he's not listening (laughs) you know what else uh i actually just discovered this morning too which is awesome is uh will ferrell does a podcast as ron burgundy so that's what i thought you were gonna talk yeah (laughs) and i think i think it's a couple years old now but i was just like flipping through podcasts and i was like there's no way that's actually really, really him. And I was like, it sounds like him. And it's got, I forget her name. But yeah, that's a really funny one, too. I listened to, you know, like four four episodes while I was willing myself to get out of bed because it was so hot to Dude, do anything this so morning. Um, great. Yeah. Is there anything else we've been watching? No, I think that's it because I had to go back to work this week. Well, so. then the surprise element, which we you know, just stumbled upon last night. It was Cobra well, Kai. you just stumbled upon it because I've been trying to make you watch it forever. Um, and I've wanted to watch it forever, and I actually feel like kind of a dumbass that it's been out in the world for so long, and right. I haven't watched it because it's so fucking good. So a couple years ago, I decided to fly out to New York. I'd never been before. My friend Sarah is a flight attendant for American Airlines, and... She was like, uh, she wasn't furloughed or I forget what she just, she took the time off. And so I went out to go visit her and I also had a class I was going to take down in Long Island. And so I was like, this will be a great like birthday slash education trip that I could have be a tax write off. And so I flew out there and I stayed with my friend and we were like, you know, taking the train, doing the things that you do in New York. And we were went down to Chelsea Market, and I saw this billboard, and it just said Cobra Kai. And I was like, why does that sound so familiar? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't, I didn't see any of the names. It just, honestly, I don't think it had any marketing on it other than the Cobra Kai. And it, I'm like, that's fucking Karate Kid. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? And it had a date. And the date was now. And I was like, wait a sec. Or it came out like late April. So this is early May. And I'm like, no way. And like the next day was my birthday. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're doing, but I want to see, I want to watch that. So we, the night before we drank a lot of wine. I ended up staying up way, like, I think I, I went to bed at two, but it's New York. So that's what, four hours ahead. Oh, it was yeah. like really six my time. So I. Well, and the bars in New York don't close till. Well, we didn't four. go to the bars. This was like, oh. we, we went home, we drank wine, but I drank so much wine that I was just hung over the next day. And I was like, well, I feel like dick. So I'm like, Sarah, it's my birthday. And I really want to watch Cobra Kai. So I spent my entire 30 fifth birthday I want to say in bed with my friend watching the entire first season of Cobra Kai Cobra Kai and I couldn't have asked for anything more (laughs) it was so amazing I cannot tell you how happy it made me like you really started dissecting it while we were watching it I was like yes you were saying all the things that I'm thinking so like like there's no reason to remake shit when you could just do it better. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's better than... No, it is better than Karate Kid because it's, they're making fun of themselves, which makes it that much better. Yeah, but they're not even making fun of themselves, like, in an obvious way. Like, you right. really have to be paying attention exactly. to get it. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's really well written. It's perfectly acted. It's interesting. It's, it's, it, yeah, you don't lose interest. I mean, and then... It's funny. So this is the second time I'm watching it, so I'm picking up more than I caught the first time. 
Mandy's picking up things like music scores that I would have never, ever caught. Like, wait, isn't this the montage music from the first one, only sped up and slightly different? And I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, it is. And by the time it ended, it ended with like, well, if you didn't get it by now, here's your like, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really, I mean, good. In fact, we had to tear ourselves away from it to just come in here and Yeah, record. no, we said we're going to make this a really short episode so we can go finish it, because I haven't seen season two yet, and that shit is out. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend Cobra Kai. Um, next week, we'll come back and we'll do a recap of season two, which we're about to go watch as soon as we finish talking to you guys. Wait, let's stop there. Let's take a break. Uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Yes, I hear we've got some new sponsorship that I'm really excited about. Look, November 3rd is just around the corner. You have a very important decision to make. This country is in shambles, and who's going to bring us back together? Just like you, I'm not pleased with the choices given to me on who's going to lead this country to the promised land. Why do I have to choose between one old guy who's accused of inappropriately touching women or some other old guy who's accused of grabbing women by their pussies when I could vote for an old man who's been convicted of inappropriate sexual contact with young women? That's why I'm voting Jeffs. Warren Jeffs. Why should I choose a lesser evil? Family Home Evening with Bad Mormons is responsible for the contents of this message. I'm Warren Jeffs and I approve this message, little darling. Looking for something refreshing to help you unwind after a long day at your super important job? Well, look no further. Introducing Maga Margarita. Maga Margarita is the greatest pre-made margarita you'll ever have and the only margarita you'll want to drink until you die. What makes Maga Margarita the best? Well, just like the maiden China tag in your Maga hat reminds you, you can't trust America to make a great product. That's why all of our ingredients are sourced from other countries, ensuring that no American jobs are created. The best rapists and tequila come from Mexico, and so does ours. Our limes and delicious sugar sweeteners are farmed and purchased from China. We also include bags of salt to rim your glass, salt that comes straight from, you guessed it, China. And just like number 45, MAGA margaritas are smart, super smart. MAGA margs can only be chilled with ice cubes made from bottled water from other countries. If you try to use America water, the MAGA flavor will automatically change to taste like urine. Plus. All those extra empty plastic bottles will look great littering the streets, helping to keep America the garbage capital of the world. Plus, our listeners can save an extra 10% online with the discount code COFEFEE. That's C-O-V-F-E-F-E. So enjoy MAGA Margaritas, because everyone knows the only way to make America great again is to get drunk and fucking forget about it. (laughs) Ah, perfect. You know who's a fucking genius? Our friend Courtney. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to tell your story first or should I? Because my story is fairly short. You go first. Okay. So I, I've i been trying to think about a way to tell some of the the Logan Canyon acid <laughs> LSD stories that I have just a fucking arsenal of. Um, and, you know, as we've discussed before, that's one of the problems with taking psychedelic drugs is that your memories kind of, you know, blend together on the, some some of the timelines and things like that. Uh, but there is a one time. So let me just set the stage. So we've already talked about my entrepreneurship in high school. Right. right. <laughs> I happened to have access, unfettered access to LSD. 
And I supplied my community with it so that we could all have fun together. Copious amounts of LSD, I felt like, would have been a good... Yeah. Okay. Copious amounts of LSD. (laughs) Uh, And we all had a great time. So (laughs) one of our favorite things to do was to go up Logan Canyon. And, you know, we'd go camping, we'd go hiking, you know, spring, summer, winter, fall, any, any time of the year, we were always in Logan Canyon doing something. And my friend Alan, his family had a cabin up there. And so all of us, you know, we had a little like tight knit group in high school. And so we would always, we would often go to that cabin and, you know, just take drugs and party and have a great time. (laughs) And so, and we did that a lot. So there's a ton of stories that I could tell and there's a ton of names that I could drop. So if you guys are listening, you fucking know who you are. You've been at that cabin a million (laughs) times with me. Uh, But the one story that I'm really thinking of that I wanted to tell was a wintertime story. And there was a bunch of us uh, at the cabin, and we were watching Disney movies. (laughs) Go on. Like you do. Uh, Obviously, we were watching The Little Mermaid. There was some Lion King thrown in there. Um, But a bunch of us uh, got this, like, wild hair that we were going to go on a walk, and we were going to walk up the street to the nunnery. Did you know the nunnery? Yeah. Okay. I've been there. It's like like an old camp kind of situation that's been... I don't know if it's been run down or abandoned. It's been bought and sold several times over the years. The trash can in my bedroom is from the nunnery. Ah, so you know. I stole it from there. You know. I mean, I liberated it mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, I'd say like seven years ago, somebody bought it and they had redone two cabins and then I think they sold it again. So gotcha. there wasn't a lot in there, but me and Tiffany were looking and I was like, dude, this is a sweet like vintage trash can. I'm taking it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was nothing ever going on that I remember. I, I feel like that place was just abandoned the whole time because I was, was in high school. Because it was a camp ground, right? Like back in the point. 60s. Like there was a pool. Like, But it was empty. No, it was empty. Don't get me wrong. But like it was like a, like to be fair, it would be a bitching campground. Exactly. If you had enough money to put into it to redo it. Exactly. Yeah. And But yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is that it was abandoned the whole time that right. I was in high school. Like, I feel like when we say it was a camp, I feel like it was a, a camp back in the 60s or something. Well, yeah, I'm oh, sorry. That's what I was also trying to convey was like that there's rundown buildings, mm-hmm. there's an empty swimming pool, everything's covered in leaves, it's totally dilapidated. And haunted. And haunted, yeah, 100%. Obviously haunted. Yeah, super haunted, and that was kind of the appeal of going there, at least with my group of friends. It, you know, and it was like, I don't with know. With your pentagrams and your witchcraft. Yeah, it was like yeah. probably <laughs> 1991, 1992, something like that. <laughs> don't look at me like that. I was just, I was doing the math in my head of how old I was. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, it is a very, back to the story, back to Logan Canyon. We're at the cabin, we're watching Little Mermaid. And a bunch of us get a wild hair up our ass to go walk to the nunnery. And it's a very, very cold winter night. It is the coldest winter night that I have ever experienced in my entire life. I have never experienced a negative 40 degrees Ooh. ever. That's the only one and only time I've ever experienced that. And that's with the wind chill, obviously, too. Negative 40. So it was fucking cold. <laughs> and so... All of us little fucking happy fucking acid trippers decide we're going to go walk to the nunnery, which it's wasn't a, that it wasn't that far. It was like maybe a quarter of a mile up the road from the ca- uh, the cabin. But we're just going to we're going to go walk up there and see ghosts or whatever. whatever negative we 40. Negative 40 <laughs> for real. So we get out and I'm wearing like denim jeans, 
You know, I don't have, I don't have snow gear. That's why I fucking moved away from Utah because I was so cold the entire first 17 years of my life that I needed to go somewhere. (laughs) Turns out I just didn't have a proper snow pant. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, I'm wearing denim and we're walking, we go out to the road. There's no, so this canyon, this is like an actual, you know, rural canyon. Is it a dirt road? No, no, no. no. It's definitely a paved, it's a highway. It's a major highway. Well, I wouldn't say major, but you know, it's a two lane highway. And it's, there's no, but there's no sidewalks. There's no place for people to walk. like if you're going to Bear Lake, right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's nowhere to walk. Like you walk in the road, you walk on the shoulder of the road, but you're like walking on the highway essentially. So we're, we're out there walking. I want to say, I can't remember exactly who was with me. I think, I want to say there's maybe four of us maybe. And we're walking along the shoulder of the road and I start to notice I'm carrying like a orange juice like a container of orange juice so you can get more high <laughs> so, yeah that was the theory back in the day vitamin c gets you more high so i'm carrying this container of orange juice and it's starting to get slushy and freezing inside the container my Not pant a surprise. my pant 40 yeah my pant legs are stu- are solid they're stiff oh my God. i don't feel cold right i feel fine i'm having a great time and i i, I think back to some of these stories that you hear of people just Freezing to death. Freezing to death, being high on drugs. Right. Those uh, kids that died in their car on, I think they were on Molly or some shit like that, or Ecstasy, but same thing. They died in their car? They died in their car because they were they couldn't find the rave, and they're like, whatever, we'll just stay in the car, and they died because they're like, it's fine, and it wasn't fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think about, this is one, one of those ones that I think about where I'm like, I should be fucking dead. Right. Luckily, my friend Alan saved my life that night, and he comes, we, we didn't get that far. I mean, this was... We'd only been walking for maybe, I don't know the length we'd been walking, but we'd been outside in the cold for maybe like 10 minutes. And I'm he, picturing Ha. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> like Ha. It's like, oh, it's getting cold out there. Why don't you go find him? Sorry, yeah. It's a bad Star Wars quote, <laughs> but I'll try. But it's nighttime <laughs> right. as well. So it's, you know, it's cold. really, really a bad situation to be in. So my friend and savior, Alan, comes driving up in his car. He had this really cool car um, that we all, he would drive us around everywhere and that's a whole other story. But he pulls up in his like savior mobile and he's like, get the fuck in the car. You guys are going to die. Right. <laughs> and we're like, no, it's fine. We didn't even see the nunnery. He's like, get in the fucking car. Right. So we're like, okay, Jesus. Stop like, little, you, you went from singing Little Mermaid to like, mean get in the car alan fine we'll get in the car yeah little did we fucking know he absolutely 1000 percent saved our lives and then we went back to the cabin and continued singing under the sea (laughs) under the sea (laughs) but yeah that uh of the many the many many stories i have of that that's one of the ones that sticks out to me there's one other one too uh this was a summer night and i mentioned so we're that cabin is kind of on a blind curve yeah and again probably the same group of dumbasses out there in the road we're looking up at the stars and we're like oh my god it's so amazing it's so beautiful and so we lay down in the road in the middle of the road (laughs) i mean and there's not a lot of traffic that goes through there especially like in that at that time of the night right but we're laying there in the middle of the road looking up at the stars watching the stars do this thing stupid where they're like all and they're like coming right. down towards you and then bouncing back up Ooh, and then fun. down towards you. Yeah, it was really cool. I re- that's a visual that I remember still. I also can vision Casey and his VW bus coming around running you over. Any <laughs> any single person. No, I'm just saying because me and Casey would go up to the canyon late at night all the time to go do stupid shit. Like we're like, oh, oh we're bored. Let's go up there. Like not in the, you know, 
in the summertime when I go visit. And they, of course, go off-roading in this bus, which made no sense. And he's like, look how my bus can take any kind of beating. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm fucking saying. It so was, I'm just saying you could have died. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you, Charlotte. Is this your story or my story? I'm reiterating the fact. I'm an idiot. That you're an idiot. And I'm lucky <laughs> to be alive. And just imagine five teenagers laid out end to end in the middle of the road. Just like a human centipede? Back. No, not like the human centipede. <laughs> just laying down like paper dolls on the road. Jesus, Charlotte, what's wrong with you? Hilarious. What is wrong with you? There's lots wrong unbelievable. with me. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. <laughs> Anyways, I'm still alive, so cheers. Hooray, cheers. And cheers to all my friends who, none of us died either. So. Yay, hooray. And special shout out to Alan for saving my life. Probably, go, Alan. Probably multiple times. So this is a story about the first time I, as an adult, went to medieval times. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> So, me and my friend, we both worked in a restaurant, and we had the same day off, and I'm a big fan of croquet. From the time that I lived in Washington, you really start to appreciate the sun when it comes out. And so I really got into croquet, where I, like, a, a boyfriend at the time had bought me a really nice croquet set, so I still have that, and we just, I would play. So I invited my friend over, we'd been drinking all day, just copious amounts of vodka lemonades. And we're kind of trashed, and it's probably about 3.30 in the afternoon. And mom texts me, and I'm like, she's like, what are you doing? I want to hang out. My mom was in, like, Montebello at the time. And uh, I'm like, uh, like, how do you say that you're shit? I think I did. I was like, mom, I've been drinking all day. I don't know if today's a good day. She's like, oh, that's okay. I'll come hang out anyways. And so then I look to my friend and I'm like, hey, so my mom wants to hang out and she doesn't really drink. What should we do to where she could drive us to do something since we can't drive because we're already trashed? And like, I don't know. I think Aaron had seen like, I just saw an ad for like a discounted Medieval Times ticket. And I was like, fuck yeah, Medieval Times is awesome. Like, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite movies, but it's a movie that I will watch at least once a year as Cable Guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> and is, I was like, oh, dude, we should do that. So I called my mom, or our mom, and I'm like, so we have an idea. Come pick us up. We're going to go to Mutable Times. And mom's like, oh, okay, okay, let's go. And uh, so she picks us up. We make our road beers or road drinks and um, <laughs> we're having a good time. And so we're we're probably like 40 miles maybe from medieval times and about the halfway mark. And we're in just bumper because now this time about 430 bumper to bumper traffic. That just and doesn't move just anywhere. sucks. And again, if I haven't said it, me and my friend are trashed and we are very drunk and we have to go pee and there's just no way. My mom, mom's in the carpool lane. Like there's no getting over and we're like, like we're, and we're not close to being there either. And I'm just like, mom, I don't know what to do. Like we're moving enough that I can't just pop out and pee on the side, which <laughs> of I the probably, freeway? I would do it. I was drunk. I didn't, I did not care. I was so, I had to pee. Of the, are you on the five or the four Oh five? We're on the four. No. Just so five. I know where to picture you. We're peeing on the five off the side because of the five. we had Got to go it. past like Red Hill because it's Buena Park. So yeah, I'm 95% I'm 
sure that it's a five, but I was drunk. And so I normally... everyone just remember, Charlotte has no problem jumping out. No, on if the you see side a girl peeing on the side of the freeway, it could very well be me. <laughs> we all know that I don't have a problem with public urination. defecation and urication. <laughs> urination. Jesus Christ. Urination. Um, anywho, I'm a classy lassie. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. You have to pee. Well, so we had to pee super bad. And mom is like, I think grandma's coffee mug is back there somewhere. You could just pee in that and put it out the window. And I look at it and it's not like a a short coffee mug. It's like one of the tall, like insulated ones. You know, they're kind of nice, especially for the time. Like Yeti's way better now. But at the time, this was a nice one. And I'm just like, uh, and I look at my friend who I know, but I don't know that well, to be honest. (laughs) And I'm just like is this okay with you? And she's like, oh, hell yeah. Now, cut to my friend. I'm very good friends. I was at her wedding, you know, baby shower. Like, the same friend that you're in the car with. Yeah, the same. So this is my friend nowadays. Now I've heard stories. She'll shit in a planner. I'm not going to say her name. I was going to say <laughs> You've sorry. You've already said it. Did I? Yeah. Well, I didn't say her last name. So I don't know. Uh, and actually, to be fair, you ask her, she's like, oh, hell yeah, I do those things. Because if I have to go, I have to go. And sometimes things happen. But at the time, I did not know her that well. I'm like, is this weird? Because I'm totally fine with it. But if it's weird for you, I totally get it. She's like, oh, hell no. And so I was like, I'll go first just because, you know, whatever. And so I like, broke the seal. I peed about halfway up it because I was nervous. Again, I'm, I'm around somebody I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm nervous just having right? to tell the story. So then I, you know, I poured out the window. She pees to the point that it's almost <laughs> overflowing. <laughs> I was like, you gotta cut that shit off. Okay, then we dump it. She finishes peeing. Then I take it and then I finish peeing because I didn't pee nearly as much as I wanted to because I was scared. And then, yeah, it was... I don't know. I don't think... From what I remember, and again, when you're drunk, how much do you really know? Because mom, also, there was no, like, back seats back there. Mom had taken all the seats out of this minivan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, we had all this room. That's the same one where we were rolling around uh, on the air mattress back there. Yeah, when Richard was the hospital, right? Yeah, and it was, like, Michael Jackson's funeral at the Staples Center. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's the same one. Um, So, now we've peed in a cup. (laughs) And (laughs) now I feel closer to her than ever. We get to medieval times, we get in, and normally, like, you know me, I'm a cheapskate. I'm like, I'm not paying $20 for a crown. This is ridiculous. But I'm tr- I'm having a great time. So I'm like, I want this goblet, the nicest one you have. I want this crown. Like, so like a crown that goes on your head. Yeah, and it's got, like... Um, yeah, it's the got, fabric. it's got the fabric coming down cause I'm a princess. Erin's got her princess one. We've got matching huge glass goblets. I mean, they're big. Like my <laughs> head could, two of my heads could fit in one and we go in and we have our dinner. We see our show and we're just screaming like, go red. We were red. Oh, m- meanwhile. So as we're going in line, Wait, they explain to people what you mean okay. by, by red. Also, I'm going to, I'm also going to take it okay. back a little bit. Sorry. So when you're in line to actually get in before you even buy these goblets and all these fun things you they want you to buy stuff right so you, they have this big green screen for you to take a picture and there might be a dragon behind you or a castle or whatever well we didn't want to pay for that for some reason but my friend Eric well, Aaron, because I've already said it, um, <laughs> is very cute she's mm-hmm. young and she's cute and she's spunky and this old king he was the king of the whole production the or whatever the actor that's the king was this this I don't want to say he's a skeezy old man, but he was kind of a skeezy old man. Mm-hmm. Anyways, she's like, it's her birthday. And my birthday 
it was close. I think it was like five days off or something. He's like, it's her birthday. And, you know, so he knighted me for free. Mm-hmm. I got a picture of him knighting me for free. And like, it was just like, they really took care of us. But it was because I had a really cute younger friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then once we're in there, then we, we got the goblets and we did the thing. So now once you're sitting, you're in like bleachers almost. But there's a big arena where the horses come in. And then the king and queen have their own area that have the spotlight on them. Yeah, it's like it's like watching a... It's like you're at a concert. It's right. Like you're in a big arena, like concert arena, and the action is happening on the floor. Exactly. Where like normally the seats would be. Totally. And so you each get according to when you actually just show up is the color that you get. Um, so we happen to be the red team this time, but there's the green team, there's the blue team, there's the yellow team, there's the yellow and white team, there's the yellow and black team. Is there's it team? Oh, I don't think team would be right, but it would be knights. It would be the knights. <laughs> um, so, Are you the red knight? So we got the red knight. Or the green knight. Um, and so for sure, the, and they say very specifically, and I hope, that we did it, but I don't think that we did. I didn't realize it till later. You do not, because they don't give you silverware, but you get a soup bowl and a plate that are metal, and you can <laughs> cling them together that you're not supposed to do because it hurts the horses. Like, oh, it's very... No. So I'm pretty sure we did a lot of clinging or whatnot. Like, it's like, yeah! Right team! And they're just like, oh, you fucking idiots. Like, but our team did not I don't think my team has ever won. It's not a team, it's a knight. Sorry, but my knight never wins. <laughs> um, but I do get a carnation every single time. Because I'll tell you what, if you go, if you are the loudest person in your section, but, you know, don't be obnoxious. Just really clap. Stand up. You're cheering. Wait, basically, in case you're you didn't cheering. get the gist, gist, you're cheering for your knight. Thank you. That's the section that you're in. Right. So it's Did like, I not? Is that clear? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I sometimes thought be, I Obviously, forget. it's something to be excited about. I it's also amazing. have been to Medieval Times on your recommendation and subsequently brought my entire team from Hawaii, my entire store yes. to Medieval Times because we were here for work. Did, and I was did like, everybody love it? Everybody loved it. Yes! Everybody loved it. It was so fun. Oh, my God. I love it. So, Mandy had said something to me the first time I had brought her because since then, so we went... Well, let me just finish this one out. So, you know, we, we cheer. We have a really great time. And then we're like, all right, it's time to go home. Like, this was the perfect day. I've been playing croquet. I've been drinking all day. My fr- Me and my friend walk out and we're beyond drunk at this point. She drops her goblet and it just smashes no. everywhere. And just the look of defeat on her face. It was just like, but my cup. <laughs> Before you knew it, there was a brand new one in her hands because somebody had seen it. And it was like, I don't know what spell we had on that day, but everything went according to plan. Because I've never been like all, yeah, you want a little extra in there? Like, this is how it was that day. I haven't had it again, but like, it was amazing. (laughs) Um, Just in case anybody's wondering too, the... The horses are very well cared for. Yes. There's some, there's some concern that the horses are mistreated in those types of performances. They're not. No. They're fine. They're living actually better lives than you right. are. Right. And you can see them in between when they're not on the floor. They keep them where you can see them and like, yeah, they're, they're pretty great. Um, but yeah, we, I brought Mandy a couple, maybe years later. I was like, oh, it was for Tiffany's birthday. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, cause we didn't have any plans. I was like, we should go to medieval times. And it was also Ryan's birthday cause That's they share right. a birthday. So we brought and they were Ryan both here. Yeah. Yeah. We brought Ryan with us too. So we went and Mandy, you had said to me, it was like, okay, I get it now. 
this is a place for young children or drunk adults. <laughs> and that is 100% accurate. God, I love medieval times. When is this coronavirus going to be over? Right, so I we cannot can go wait to back. go back. We went for, Craig surprised me for my last birthday. He's like, we're going to medieval times. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. You did and we, it. And he, he, he brought my friends. We had a great time. I will go to medieval times any day of the week. It's just so wonderful. I've never gotten a rose. I've only, I got a carnation once. Oh, you don't get a rose. Did I say rose? You only get carnation. Wait, doesn't the the spe- most special one get a rose? Oh, son of a bitch, you're and right. And then a couple other people get carnations? I've never gotten a rose. I get carnations all the time because I know how to work that night. <laughs> <laughs> I will cheer. I will stand. I will be like, you're number one. And they're I like, will have a carnation. tequila shots and I will scream my goddamn head off if you don't give me a carnation. They Seriously, they'll give me one just to shut me up. Like, okay, we get it. You're the biggest fan. Take the carnation. Shut up. Sit down. It's like Charlotte and this, like, you know, six-year-old little oh, kid who's dressed, like a, who's dressed like a princess, <laughs> and they're fighting for the carnation, for the for the attention of the knight to give them the carnation. Charlotte, like, elbows the six-year-old kid. Get out of my way, kid. And then yeah, bats her eyelashes at the at the knight with the carnation. Listen, knight. Or I'm just kidding. Just, that never happened. I will only... just tackle the six-year-old. Take her carnation. <laughs> I was going to say that only happened in my mind, but maybe it did happen in real no, life. No, it hasn't know. happened, but I, I for sure, this happens. I know their system. They always give the child the first time because they're like, oh, she's really blah, blah, blah. She's so cute. And everyone goes, oh, as they give it. Oh, and then what they do is. customer. Oh. Right? Like, oh, no. They're like, oh, look, she's such a sweet, small child. Give me So, and then they'll just throw one at me later. So then I'll shut up. And they're like, give that drunken Jezebel whore. <laughs> A carnation so she'll shut her fucking mouth and stop scaring the horses. I no longer clink this shit together. I only did it the one time because I didn't know better. Uh, God bless medieval times. I'm going to go have a MAGA margarita. See you later. I got to go watch some Cobra Kai. Listen, I'm ready to go watch Cobra Kai, but I do have uh, two things I want to mention in the be excellent ending that, oh, we, right. that we do. I'm really right? excited for <laughs> I know. I'm ready. I'm right there with you. This is going to be short and sweet. Two things. The first thing, slower traffic, keep right. Mm. How hard is that? Oh, my God. Yes, please. When you're taking your driver's test, you know, and they're like, they there's that far left lane. What do they call that? The slow lane. No, the far left. Oh, the fast lane. Actually, it's called the passing lane. Oh. And the reason it's called the passing lane is because it's supposed to be left open so you can fucking pass people. Right. Don't assume. Or also, you ain't my daddy. Just don't assume that you know everything thing about everybody's situation. Maybe that person's driving like an asshole. Maybe they have a medical emergency and you should get the fuck out of the way. So I agree with you that scenario is not likely to happen all the time. It literally is not your job to police people. No, it's not. It's your job to be considerate of other people and assume positive intent. I've noticed it is that people just are not considerate or observant of their surroundings. And if you're in a car, you need to be observant of your surroundings. Don't be looking at your goddamn phone. Don't be changing the dial on the radio consistently, like, all the time. Like, just stop being a There's dick. two golden rules of traffic. The first one is that slower traffic keeps right. Right. And the other one is that the passing lane is for passing. That's right. all you got to remember. I think when speed limits got introduced, it just fucked the whole system up. Slower traffic keep right. That's, like, if everybody could just remember that, if somebody's going faster than you, just get the fuck out of their way. Right. You don't know where they're going. You don't know who they are. It's not your job to say, oh, they're going too fast. 
Right. Anyways, and again, sorry. You think that that's been bothering me lately. Far right lane. <laughs> it's obviously traffic is starting to pick back up. Like the world's starting to get back to normal slowly. I've been very blessed to not have to deal with traffic for most of the time that I've lived here because of the coronavirus. But now it's starting to get back to regular old California. I-5 traffic, and it's really pissing me the fuck yeah, off. it's terrible. So, right, I made a I, point to write it down. I was going to say, I actually have one this, this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, if you have a dentist appointment, a hair appointment, a nail appointment, any sort of a appointment. For service. For services, or you want to go out to eat, but you've been exposed to somebody who's been tested positive, cancel that appointment. Like... Don't go out to eat. Don't go to your hair appointment. Don't get go to your dentist appointment. I know that last minute cancellations suck for everybody, but I'd rather you cancel an appointment than come in and get everybody sick. That's a fucking fact. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I get that it might be the only luxury that you get, but at whose expense? And you might think the whole thing is bullshit, but you know what? Not your call. It is not your call. It's not your job it's not to even police just, the world. Right. I was going to say, and it's not even... I, for 100%, if you test positive, do not come in. But if you just like, oh, I've been around Sally for the uh, the last hour who just tested positive. Sorry, I know you haven't been tested yet. Don't come in. Reschedule it. We'll be happy to do it. Also, I feel like we're yelling at you guys. And I want you to know that we, if you're listening to this podcast, we know you're cool. Oh, clearly. We're just yelling. You need to at, pass it on to your dick friends. We're yelling at the people, all those rich white people that live in Orange County that we hate with their fucking MAGA flags and their Trump dicks. And I don't know what a Trump dick is, but it just came out of it's my It's a mushroom it's dick a, is what it is. small and it looks bigger in the small hands. But anyways, we're not yelling at you. We're yelling no. at everybody fucking else. And I think they know that. I think they're just as annoyed as we are. Also, we have a lot of listeners from other countries. So oh, I bet right. you guys are just tuning in for the shit show because it really is such a, a fucking shit, shit show here in the United States you of know, America. It's not so terrible. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So there is this woman. She's a she's a research professor and she's an author. Her name is Brene Brown. And she oh, does right. TED Talks and she does Facebook. She has a Facebook page. Facebook. She does Facebook Lives. Um, and she has got this really engaging and inspiring way of speaking and just and she she really speaks like truthfully you know she'll she'll say like shit and fuck you know it sounds right. like you're talking to to somebody who's like a real normal person <laughs> not somebody who's there to like sell you something sell you something or lecture you on something but, but she has a ton of really really great content and uh there's the the way i was introduced to her was actually at work the, this one was actually a Brené Brown video on YouTube called Uh, on empathy and so basically it just it starts the conversation about you setting your own bullshit and your own ego aside and looking at the world through somebody else's eyes which not to get like too deep into it or whatever that's just like the very first step in like understanding and being empathetic towards like other people around you so I highly highly recommend that that's like a just a tiny little beginner course into Brene Brown and if you like it which I'm sure you will you'll just totally fall in love with her style she's got a ton of other content she's got this other one that uh, it's actually a Facebook live that's just stored you know the the old videos stored on Facebook and it's called I think it's called uh, Brene Brown on white privilege Um, and it's probably about an hour long and it it really breaks down like people are automatically turned off by the words white privilege. It's like, oh, this is like some kind of heavy fucking, you know, 
bullshit. I've worked really hard for everything that I've gotten. Like, just because I'm white doesn't mean that I, you know, have the, have any sort of special privileges. Like, I worked my ass off for this shit or whatever. So people, especially white people, get super defensive when you even hear the words white privilege. Right. And so I just want to let you guys know, it's this, this video, this Facebook Live that she does is totally worth watching. It actually, like, breaks down you know, what privilege is. And it actually talks about how everybody has privilege. You know what I mean? And how we're kind of, as a society, like dehumanizing others. And it really doesn't have anything to do with white people versus any other people. It's like when you call somebody an illegal alien. Right. You're dehumanizing them. You're right. making them less than human. You know, and it 100%. kind of... 100%. I never thought about it like that, but mm -hmm. that makes total sense. And it kind of goes back to like slavery, right? How could you possibly own, buy and sell a human being? Right. If you didn't consider them property, you know, you, right. you've dehumanized them because, you know, there's no way that our species could be hardwired to survive if that's how we treat each other. You know what I mean? So it's it's really fucking great. Um, she talks about a, a bunch of really good stuff. I highly recommend it. But the one thing that really stuck with me and the thing that I kind of want to end this, like, be excellent to each other segment on is she said this is, I'm basically paraphrasing what she said, but she said 2 million individual acts of courage is what we need to make a change, right? So we can all just sit here and bitch about shit. And, you know, I, I, I am so guilty of spending probably at least three hours a day just commenting on Donald Trump's tweets. Like, what <laughs> fucking good is that? How is that he, productive? He probably doesn't even read them anyway. No, he doesn't. And it's Guy more just about, honestly, it's more just about like trying to piss off his supporters really th right. that's my motivation but think about like all this time i'm wasting right doing that shit and also how does that make you feel by the end of it do you feel good i feel terrible right i feel like shit so it's like if each one of us just remembers that like you know a little act of courage or a little act of kindness or a little act of being open to changing the way that we are looking at things and looking at it through somebody else's experience or their perspective really could potentially you know cause this sort of critical mass that could help change the direction we're going in because the direction we're going in I feel like it it feels scary and it feels like it sucks but all those people waving their Trump flags they they are the minority right you know they just happen they're to be louder. louder right when we can't forget that like most people in the world are not these asshole people these people just get a lot of attention because their behavior is so outlandish so that's my that's the one thing I want to end on just don't don't let that derail you. Don't let that get you down because I know I'm guilty of that. Just remember, you know, we need that critical mass. We need people to, you know, make the right decisions and look at the world through other people's eyes and have empathy. I agree. And watch Cobra cry. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlotte just deflated my whole, <laughs> my whole big speech. Let's go fucking watch Cobra cry. Yes! All right. Thanks for jumping in with us tonight. Thanks for listening to our drunken bullshit once again. We're just drinking and talking out of our asses. And we appreciate you. So thanks for joining us tonight at Family Home Evening. It's like 4 a.m. For bad Mormons. <laughs> <laughs>